The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two. What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Best Bits Podcast. I'm Morgan. In case you haven't heard this podcast before, what I do is break down the Bobby Bone Show segments from the show this week. I share seven with you that were the biggest engaged or you guys called us the most about. They're basically the ones you guys loved because we know there's more than seven segments on our show in the week, but these are the ones that you guys really liked. And on this part of the Best Bits, I bring on a show member and we talk about some things going on in life or just catch up on other random things and this weekend I've got my guy Raymundo Rocket happy weekend I'm so not used to you doing your yeah I can still do it though Bones legally has not taken that away from me yet um, I may, maybe just planning his time, but not yet. Oh, it's going to come at the most interesting time, I imagine. I've already tried to wean myself from doing it. I don't do it in cameos anymore. <laughs> kind of moved on from it. I know, but it was such an iconic part of your job here for a while there. Well, I'm not doing yeah. I'm going to do yes, queen. Oh, gosh. <laughs> it has already morphed into something. Well, we're just going to get started right off the bat. Lunchbox did something super awkward in public. Basically, he was dared by Bob. Bobby to go out and sleep in a mattress store for 15 minutes uninterrupted. And surprisingly, he was able to accomplish that. Did, were you shocked that that happened? Yeah, I guess it was an off-brand place that they went to. So maybe the employees didn't care about their jobs. But all I know is the one that I go to at the mall, I mean, they swarm the customer. <laughs> You're getting a pillow that's at minimum if you leave that store. I know. It was crazy to think that that employee even recognized that he did that and then just let him leave without even saying, hey, you're going to like you want to look into that mattress or anything. Props to that employee because some people don't care about their jobs. Or maybe she's not on commission. Maybe well, that would explain it. Why right? would she care if he bought a, a pillow or a mattress or a blanket? That would that would be my only reason, because if you're on commission, I mean, you're a shark. You're yeah. going after everything. You always know the commission jobs because they end in a sale. Mm -hmm. She didn't do that. So probably not getting bonuses. That's true. Well, if I would have been there, it just everything Lunchbox does in public makes me uneasy and make me get secondhand embarrassment. 
Have you had any awkward encounters in public recently? I would have to say it's dating back about a month when we went to Tim's Ford Lake and we did Vacation 2 video shoot. And the, it was just, it was a little cringy and awkward because all these people thought we were music video stars. <laughs> so the person that drove the boat, the tons of these 18 year olds, there was the moms and stuff. There was actually kids there. So they thought that we, we were pros. So we would get on these boats and we had million, not million, but we had five cameras. They had thousands of dollars invested in these things and drones flying over. And they expected me, Abby and Eric Dodd to do something really cool. <laughs> but I've done one music video in my life. Abby is a singer, not really a dancer. She really didn't understand the thing, how you lip sync in music videos. Mm-hmm. And Eric Dodd, he's, he's kind of, he gets the flow of it. He's done probably 10 of them, but everybody, there was this buildup and everybody's watching us. And then it was just, ah, they're just lip syncing. It really isn't that cool. Well, that's, I feel like that in general is how people expect, especially like TV shoots or movies to look so glamorous and be cool because you see the end product and you're like, wow, that's awesome. But then you see it actually happening. You're like, this is really boring, actually. And you don't get to see any of the cool stuff because most of it happens after the editing. And sometimes they couldn't even play their own music. They had to play Vacation 2 10 times in a row. So it, it was a little cringy, a little awkward in public, but I made it through though, but happy to tell that story. Oh, that's funny. Was it weird hearing it back and you're like, this is my song. I'm on this song and it's on repeat. Were you tired of yourself by the end of the day? We probably had heard it a hundred times. And it, it was, I would say I had to redo some parts. Abby at times, I would, I told her, you don't have to sing every moment of every song. Sometimes you can just dance. So I was kind of explaining, you know, Abby on the show, I was telling her exactly how to do the music video stuff, but I, I don't know. Cringe moments, <laughs> if that's what you're asking. So are you saying you were also acting as a director, producer for Abby? Of course. <laughs> and then at one point the boats weren't going fast enough. So then they had to speed them up. So it looked cooler on camera and my hat's flying off and you really can't even lip sync when you're going 70 miles an hour. <laughs> lip syncing fun- in the wind. It's like a dog hanging its head out the window. It can't really bark. And the girls are, I mean, girls' tops are blowing off. It was insane. We're like, guys, get the boat under 100, and let's not do this anymore because it's impossible to lip sync. <laughs> but just to reiterate, you also did not know what you were doing. No, no, no. Still inexperienced. And probably my last video shoot. But you were teaching Abby? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Because she maybe will have more in the future, but I think I've signed off. Unless we do a vacation part three, the baby one, not no, no more. The baby one? Yeah, baby Oh, the last, oh gosh, like a baby moon? Yeah. Oh, my Lanta. I would love to see that, though. Honestly, I would love to see that song in that music video, and that completes the trilogy. Yeah, the trilogy, and that would be the worst if that's one that takes off, and then I'm all a family man, and I got to go around and tour. Yes. That'd be terrible. I got to leave the baby. <laughs> the, o- the only one of the vacations that's a hit is babycation, and I have a kid at home, so I, I ends up being a terrible dad. I go on the road, become an alcoholic. Well, you just like set up your future real bad, right? (laughs) You know, you go to the gym too. Have you ever had like really awkward encounters at the gym and you're like, why did this happen to me? Um, I go pretty early in the morning. There's not a lot of people. I I would say dudes hitting on me. Oh, yeah. They, so, so, and so the reason you're I, a hot attraction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So not, not to not to say that, but <laughs> if they stare a, one second longer than a typical high, then you know they're a little interested in you. So yeah, there's the, those those moments at like 3 a.m. in the morning, <laughs> and you have to give them the what up. Ugh. Got to get super manly. Is that I got what you're a wife. trying to say? I got a wife. See my ring. I was gonna say I don't think you have to do anything with your voice. All you have to do is like 
you know, have your ring on. No, I swear, I, I'll start working out, and within five minutes, two dudes gravitate to within five feet of me. Oh, interesting. I'm like, awesome. I'm going to go fake like I'm doing uh, back exercise so I can get away from you guys. <laughs> Maybe they just want to be friends with you, Ray. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I mean, if they're rocking the super tight shorts, you know what I'm saying? And they, they stare at me and not the weights. That's when I know it's about to get real awkward. <laughs> you've, uh, you've had a few of these, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, uh, I can tell. About six hours ago. So that's why it's top of mind. Oh, nice. But you didn't talk to him. It was just the the interactions of their body that made you see this. Well, no, no, no. They, get, they give me a what up. And then I'm like, how's it going, man? And then that's kind of then how you say I'm not interested. If I would start conversation, then that means that maybe I'm interested in dating. How does a yeah, I was gonna say, how does a guy say he's not interested with just a what up? A look away. It's what's up, dude? And then boom. If you were interested, you would hold the conversation a sentence longer. You'd hold the look another second longer. Mm. I don't. Making it, sure you show no interest. Exactly. I see. Well, I was at uh, Planet Fitness and you know how you grab a bench and you set your stuff on it and that's your bench. You're working on it, right? Right, but you can't do roadblocks. No bags on the floor. No bags on the floor. What is that? The strict rules. I don't I don't know what kind of gym you go to. Oh, no, Planet Fitness don't care about no the rules. bags. <laughs> I mean, there's no rules. You can't like run and be like, a, you know, wild in the gym, but and you can't talk on the phone. Those are like the two rules. At mine, they shut down selfies. Interesting. Yeah, oh, no. Can... There's, there, there's lots of selfies happening at Planet Fitness, right? But they just don't want people rocking cameras. Mm-hmm. So then you're in the way of people and you're doing... And some people don't want to be on other people's video camera yeah. footage. But what were you saying about the chair? Oh, yeah. Well, I'm just saying that's not... You can do that at Planet <laughs> Fitness. Uh, so I had this bench and I was about to lift some weights and I was sitting in the middle of the bench and I was going to do bench dips. And I'm getting ready to go, and this man just comes up and sits on the edge of my bench. Yeah, no, no, no. As that's, I'm on it. That's yours. I, as I'm on it. I'm not even, like, standing away from it. I'm literally about to do a bench dip, and this guy just comes up, sits on it. And I kind of, like, didn't know what to do. thought he, like, maybe was a little disoriented, right? Because he's... He had to have been. You would think... <laughs> But he starts, so he had knee braces on. He starts like adjusting them and messing with them. And I'm like, okay, maybe he's going to like get up. He needed to sit down for a minute. No, he proceeded to sit there for five minutes while I was on it. Yours tops mine all the way. That is so awkward. That That's gym 101. If somebody is on a bench, that's theirs. You right? can, there's no sharing of benches. No. And like, I even tried to be like, sir, he didn't have headphones in, but I was like, sir, I was trying to be really nice. And he just blatantly ignored me. Like, like nobody else existed in his world. It was the strangest thing I've ever oh, so encountered. You, you tried to tell him to get up. I was trying to be like, hey, like I'm, I'm right here. Maybe he didn't see me. But you would have thought that this man literally lived in a world with no one else. That's how he was acting. Maybe it's tight quarters. I go to a gym where all you can see is bench. At, like, I just want a bunch of wide open spaces when I go to a gym. I mean, there are there's only like 10 benches you can use. But Mine's ne- same. But never once have I seen someone like <laughs> just come and sit on it while I'm on it. Uh, yeah, that's a first for me. In uh, 20 years of the gym game, never has that ever happened. Yeah, I was flabbergasted. <laughs> I was in so much shock that I all I could really get out of my mouth was, sir, and that was about it. <laughs> me and my wife used to go to the gym together. We're probably about to start doing that again. But uh, if anything awkward, like we would have just laughed. That's something funny <laughs> to experience with somebody else. But if you're by yourself cringe yes and you feel very uncomfortable and nobody nobody around knows what's going on maybe they think you're together and you're just sitting there like well i guess i gotta deal with this today
I always get a case of the giggles when, not when I'm by myself, but when I'm working out with Baser and dudes start grunting. It's so awkward and so funny at the same time. The loud grunts. You mean when they're lifting the heavy weight and they're like, ah! That well, I mean, it's almost every rep when they're grunting. It's oh, you got like some intense grunting. Yeah, because then it's a you know, it's almost it ends up becoming a sexual thing, and it's so awkward. <laughs> See, that's why there's no grunting at Planet Fitness. It's the one thing they don't allow. Yes. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, that's my, my awkward gym story. I feel like people in general, though, are just not, you know, I think I've mentioned this before on the best bits. I feel like people right now are just a little bit inconsiderate of others. I feel that across the board, but I definitely felt it when I was at the gym and this happened. I was like, my man is living in his own world. Be more considerate and respect the one bench per person. <laughs> Seriously, just a little bit of space, my guy. <laughs> a little bit. We also had Mitchell Tinpenny on the show this week. He was a super fun interview. He uh, was having some voice problems, so he didn't perform, but that's okay because I loved his stories about the valet Ray, do you have any fun stories from an old job that you used to work at before the show? Oh, on the spot. I was trying to think. I mean, I uh, I, I had a, I had a job at Grande where I did sales. That one ended in getting fired. So I don't know if that's you necessarily. You got fired from a job? Yeah, I don't know if that's a fun <gasps> story. No, but I want to hear it. We talked about it on the Sore Losers podcast. But yeah, I had uh, I was doing sales, okay? And I was just tagging all kinds of accounts with sales. And sometimes... They had a protocol for things where you had to get people's permission. So I would need to say, Morgan, would you like to buy Showtime, HBO, and Stars and put it on your account? And <laughs> just say yes. Yes. That then meant I could put it on their account. What I would say is, hey, I'm going to put Showtime, Stars, and HBO on your account totally free. Just make sure you call back in three months. But I'd say it really fast. But I never got that yes, and I didn't Ooh. follow the particular protocol. So when they went back and listened, audited all of my calls... They said, hey, what you're doing, you can't do it like that. You're fired because I ended up making tons and tons of money because it was an incentive base. It was uh, you got bonuses and stuff like that on how many sales you made. <gasps> right. I know. I know. And they even stole my last final sales paycheck, which was which would have been how much? Uh, a couple thousand. Dang. I know. I, I, I would say this one of the people so in upper management, they played my call and it all started because an old lady wrote a letter to the communications place and said that I wasn't good to her on the phone. <gasps> Were you not good to her on the phone? Well, if I couldn't make a sale, I was very short with people. Oh. If, if I saw their account and saw there was nothing I could upsell them on, I was very short. I'd be like, yep, you're going to have to get a tech. Yep, I can book that for you right now. You want me to? Perfect. All right, thanks for calling. I, I knew it was all about call time, so I had the shortest in the entire company. My call times were under a minute and a half. So I would, if I couldn't do anything with you, boom, you're off the phone in a minute and a half. Oh, so you were that sales guy. So she she wrote the letter. That then led to my calls getting audited, and that's where they found out that I wasn't following the protocol. And I was given a box and told, get your stuff and get out of our company. And I remember shaking the hand of the supervisor, uh, and he goes, dude, I know you're going to do big things. It's just not going to be here. <laughs> what? Hey, okay, how long did you work at that company for? I was there for a couple years. You were there for a couple years and that happened? Yeah. When was that? How old were you? Right, right out of college. They came in and I didn't have anything lined up right outside of once I graduated. So I thought, heck, sales. And it just, it was a perfect parlay from college, you know, um, graduating and then boom, immediately having a job the second I ended that until I got like a career type. Wild. Do you get on calls similar to like that now if you're calling, say, more customer service that's sales based and you regret how you acted? 
at sales or were you like, nah, I'm pretty proud of that? No, I mean, I would still do it today. <laughs> it, it was just these semantics, how it has to be. Yes. Are you sure? You're never going to make a sale if you do it like that. Hey, Morgan, are you cool with getting billed $30 in three months? Of course, you're going to say no. I'm not going to phrase it like that. I'm going to say, hey, it's free, but in three months, make sure you call back. Which sounds a lot better, but that's not what you're supposed to say. No, but it does get the same. I mean, you're still telling me the information like, hey, in three months, I need to call back and cancel. My point, semantics. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, that wasn't a fun story. No, but it's kind of interesting. I never knew you got fired from a job. Hit me with a fun story, though. Oh, man. I don't know if I... I, mm. It's kind of funny. Didn't you work at b I did. I worked at uh, Buffalo Wild Wings for four and a half years. Which is a classier Hooters. (laughs) Hey, I loved B-dubs, okay? That food is bomb. And I would, that's also why I don't watch sports today because all I did while working there was watch sports every Every day. Oh my gosh. And every Sunday people would sit for hours. Every Saturday for college football people would sit for hours. It was like... So getting out of that job is why I now don't watch sports or okay. participate in them. So it's not that I don't like them. I'm just a little bit um, PTSD from And they have the, the volume up in those places, so you feel like you're at the arena. Yeah, and they choose one game, and then you still have 80 other games going on. All Yeah, it's a whole thing. And people would come play their fantasy football there. Yeah, so I saw a lot of things, and I got a, a lot of numbers. That was a funny part about the job. I would collect all the numbers people would write down mm-hmm. on their receipts to give me. And I had like a Ziploc gallon bag full of napkins and receipts after of all these random numbers. And I had no idea who anyone was after the four years. Funny though, because I don't think I ever called one of them. Uh, mm, I did go out on one date with a guy that I met at at Buffalo. One out of those four years, I did go out on a date with one of them. And it lasted about like three months. So pretty solid way to meet a guy, I suppose. B-dubs relationship. (laughs) Yes. But there was one time, so... You know, they have ranch and blue cheese and stuff for all the wings. Honey. You have to put that stuff in these little containers mm-hmm. for to go. And I was getting all of the supplies to do that. And I had it on a tray and I was walking back. And you wear no slip shoes so you can't fall back there in the kitchen. Grease. Yes. And I had mine on so I didn't do anything wrong. But I had this whole tray full of all of these different plastic containers And our big boss, not my managers in the store, my big, like, almost CEO level of Buffalo was in our store that day. Okay, the Mr. Buffalo himself came into your store. (laughs) I don't know if it's Mr. Buffalo, but it was a big deal. Like, this was a big person. And I'm walking around the corner, and I eat it. All of the plastic containers go flying right in front of this big wig, just standing back there in the kitchen. And I just... I have like deer in a headlight look and I just look up and everybody is just busting out laughing, including the, the big wig. Well, that's good. And he's like, are you good? And I, I was not good. I felt so embarrassed. I've never been more embarrassed in my life in that moment. And thankfully we were able to save most of the things. Had we not, I probably would have been fired that day. Terrible timing. All that stuff in your hands at the same time you go around the corner and Mm -hmm. the boss is right there. Yep. And my only savior was that I did have non-slip shoes on. Had I not, it would have been on me and I would have been in trouble. And you broke your hip and you would have sued B-dubs. Yeah. And then they would have sued me because I didn't listen to instructions. Those containers must take forever to fill because we went there on Sunday. We got a bunch of wings. We had a clubhouse party because I work for the clubhouse. Yeah. Throw events. And it took... 20 minutes for them to fill 20 containers of sauces. Yeah, especially if they don't have them ready. That's what I was doing was I was prepping them so they'd be ready. Well, luckily we had this girl and not you, or you would have fallen and dropped hey, it all. That was one time in four years, okay? 
Oh, yeah, but... Morgan's here with all your containers <laughs> you waited for. Oh. Yeah, that, that was a fun time. But that, I'm telling you, that was that was one of the most fun jobs I ever had. And I made so much money. Tips. Mm, so much money. Just, you know, Wichita every weekend. It was bumping on Tuesdays and Thursdays for their wing deals. Saturdays and Sundays for games. Monday and Thursday nights for football games. It just, it, it would never not be busy in Buffalo. I yeah. don't know how they are now. But. It's good for families and kids can go there. So, I mean, mm-hmm. parents aren't, you know, swayed away from it because there's no, there's alcohol. So parents like to go and stuff. I mean, it caters to everybody. I would say it's not, we, me and my wife still go because it's right around the corner uh, proximity. Yes. So. It, it's a good spot. It's like a, one of those chains that, you know, you can always count on. Mm-hmm. That's that one. Now they have flatbreads. Ooh, I did not know that. They yeah. And they are always reinventing their menu. I mm-hmm. appreciated that about, because especially if you're eating the food, I'd get 50% off. So I'd eat food after I worked. Nice. The three favorite things that I loved from there, and I didn't eat wings, but my three favorite things that I had from there that aren't wing related were fried pickles, mozzarella sticks. They have some bomb, best mozzarella sticks, I think, of any restaurant. Okay. And they have a chocolate cake that's amazing. Never gotten it. Three things. If you ever are not looking for wings, most people go for the wings. I always go hot wings. What sauce? Uh, ranch. But you put hot sauce or do you do one of the crazy sauces on it? No, no, no. I just, I keep the, the hot so that once it's hot, the hot wings, you don't need anything else. Have you ever those. tried the blazing wings? No. Oh. I'm, I mean, I'm not trying to burn my face off. All I'm trying to do is have a couple wings and watch some football. <laughs> they did have that. It was the blazing challenge when I worked there. And you'd always get a bunch of guys that came in and did it together, which was funny to watch. Trying to impress you? Just trying to impress anybody. Then they got a napkin all, all barbecue oh, sauce all are, over it. They're crying, and you're bringing them milk because they are crying hard. Number the, written down on the napkin? Yes. They used to win, like, a T-shirt and six free wings or something if they did it. You had to eat, I believe it was 12, six or 12 blazing wings in six minutes. Something in that time frame. But it was crazy, and most people could not do it. And if you won, you got a date with Morgan. <laughs> just the one guy, right? <laughs> just the one guy. Oh, yeah. But uh, Mitchell was also just talking about celebrities in this, and it made me think of something. You know who I got a chance to see at Bridgestone recently? And I, I it was not anything I was expecting, and I was just laughing my butt off the entire time. Andy Cohen? Nope. Kevin Hart. Oh, I went comedian. Hey, yeah, you uh, did. You were in the comedian. I So first of all, you had to check your phone in as soon as you walked in the arena. Right. And you couldn't get it until as soon as you walked out of the arena. So sounds didn't have like, the phone. Sounds like Bones Wedding. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah we, we didn't have our phones that time. Um, but I we were we were sitting up in, in a suite for him and got invited like super last minute. I was like, why not? I'll go see Kevin Hart. Right. I have not laughed that hard. In probably five years. Oh, the X must be boring. <laughs> All right. That's not <laughs> it. I mean, like, full-on belly laugh straight for an hour and a half. He's funny. Hilarious. That's why he gets paid a ton, because his jokes hit. They do. And it was family-friendly-ish. I wouldn't say, like, bring your youngest kids. But, like, a teenager could go to him and enjoy it. But funny part, he addressed the Will Smith incident, too. Really? Mm-hmm. But he wasn't involved in it. No, but he... He like a he made a joke about it basically. Can't say it. And it was funny. <laughs> I laughed. I was like, "That's fair." And even he joked about his high, like all the things that you would expect somebody to avoid because you know it's easier to avoid the things that are vulnerable about you than to talk about them. 
He went straight for him. Well, the thing with the comedians is they're not avoiding stuff. Now you almost have to, you're walking on eggshells, you know, when you're telling comedy and stuff. Not these people now. They go, hey, all you guys got your phones taken up? Yeah, now I can be however I want to be. Yeah, and he even said at the beginning, he's like, I don't care if you're offended. Don't be offended. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> he went off. I, I laughed so hard. Even his openers were really good, too. So if you get a chance to see Kevin Hart, I thoroughly enjoyed him. And I didn't, I just didn't expect it. I've never been to a comedian show before. He's funny. Yeah, he was a good one. Have you seen, you've seen celebrities in public lately. We've talked about them on the show. I want to know where you're like going. Cause you saw Jason Aldean. You saw some girl from Southern Charm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that was a flight. And then Amy always recommends grocery stores. I'm telling y'all folks. Don't uh, come camp outside our building. You don't even know where it is. But Music Row is a hotbed. I mean, I've seen Brothers Osborne. I saw Aldine in a back alley. So it's not necessarily Music Row runs in two directions. But if you just kind of walk in that neighborhood, there's bars. It's called Midtown. And then you just kind of meander. You're going to see somebody. That is true. That's right. That's where I got the creepy Aldine pick. I was in bushes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you want to see the creepy Aldine pick he's talking about, go to bobbybones.com. When he sent it to me, I was like, Ray, are you a freaking paparazzi? <laughs> I tried to make it look creepy. I didn't want it. I wanted it to be that. Yeah. Oh, it was creepy. All right. I had bushes in the view. He's like in the little peek through of this bush. I'm like, Ray, what were you doing? You were straight up paparazzi, Jason Aldean. Take tips from me. That's how you find a celebrity. Find a bush and chill on Music Row. Maybe don't do that. You might get arrested. <laughs> I don't really feel like that would work out. I took Ray's advice, and I got two days in jail. And They're, like, calling you from jail. jail. Hey, Ray, I need you to bail me out. I listened to your advice. It didn't work. They told me I was a peeping Tom. <gasps> I was yeah, outside um, of a girl's apartment. I do feel like that. Okay, so go to Music Row is your tip. Probably more so uh, on the earlier days of the week or on a Sunday because otherwise they're touring. If you want to see other tour buses, go uh, Thursday morning. Oh, yeah, somewhere. They're, no, they're lined up. Here? Yeah. Dang. You get here so early, I pitched you a segment. see that. I pitched a segment Ooh. that never got picked up. It's what called, was it? It's called Bus Call. And we would randomly, so I'd get Lunchbox with me, 2 a.m. in the morning, we'd go up and knock on a, win, a window of the bus and be like, Bus Call! <laughs> and then we'd open it up and we'd be like, Whose bus is this? And then the bus driver would say, Tim McGraw. And we'd be like, Oh! Honestly, that's pretty funny. I know. You should do that for TikTok. That's a TV show. Yeah, I mean, you can start that on TikTok and probably gar- start getting some stuff right, on there. So meet me at 2 a.m. You and me will do it. Okay, I'll do it with you. No shame. <laughs> then I have shame. You knock on. I was like, I gotta go. I can't do it. Yeah, they're really gonna open the door. No, they won't. <laughs> they be like, who is this? Freaking. Yeah, we'll show them no the Bobby Bone Show credentials. <laughs> what? Like a logo on a piece of paper? Is you that- know, we'll get a message in a week to Scuba. Hey, tell them to stop doing this. <laughs> We probably would. We would get in so much trouble. You've been waking artists up. They're trying to sleep for their shows. Oh, Bus man. call. That's funny. I did not realize they lined up. Yeah. That's crazy. You're here so early. That makes sense. You know that. You see, you. this is your benefit of waking up so dang early. Yeah. Usually you see stuff. Not great. I mean, sometimes it's homeless people or drunks in the middle of the street, but I see stuff. Fair. Have you been to any concerts or events lately that were super fun? Yes. A cow milking competition. Excuse me. I was like asking like artists, what a cow milking competition? Hey, we're a country morning show. Let's do some country stuff. How I wore, did this happen? Hey, I look like, uh, who did I look like? What's his name? Not Granger Smith. Who's the other dude? That Girl Gr- Dibbles Jr. No, not him. Uh, the new up and coming guy from Texas, Parker McCollum. I had boots <laughs> on, jeans, white tee, and then I had my gold chain on and not a cowboy hat, but I announced some cow milking. 
You were not, so you didn't milk any cows. No, I mean, it's not like I was down there sucking them down. You know? Hey, I would have loved to see a video of you milking a cow. <laughs> I That would go viral. Just like with the teat? Yes, right. Actually milking the cow. You said we're doing some country stuff. I, I may have to go back in time and do that video. <laughs> so it was fun, though? You had a good time? Yeah, yeah. So I wish I could say I've gone to some bomb country concert, but I went and saw some cows get milked. Did you get paid for this cow milking? I believe so, but uh, usually it takes about six months for those oh. things to come down. So I was going to say, I, I don't feel like you'd do that one for free. <laughs> Just don't get what, the I'm feeling. not into that? <laughs> no. <laughs> I couldn't talk Bazer into doing it. I go, I'd go. asked her if she wanted to go with me. She's like, uh, I got the hysterectomy and no. <laughs> She's like, this is my perfect time to say no. <laughs> Otherwise, I would have drug her with me. Oh, man. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed the cow milking. Yeah, so top that with a concert you've nope, been to. you're good. You got it. You you win. <laughs> oh, maybe weirdest thing ever, but hey, yep, it's the you fair. win. It is the fair. You know, I have been invited to the American Hampshire Sheep Association stuff for doing that magazine, and I have yet to go to one. In Kansas or locally? It's in Kentucky. The big livestock expo for Hampshire sheep is in Kentucky. Wow. Yeah. And you, you like, politely decline? <laughs> Respectfully. <laughs> yes. Well, honestly, it's hard for me to get away sometimes, especially with Remy. And But this last time, my boss for that was like, just bring Remy. And I was like, I don't know that Remy would do well with sheep, but we could potentially try. So I may have to try and make it this year. They're like, we want you to what? What do you do at this thing? They just want me to go and like see it because I don't know anything about sheep. I'm literally just making this magazine and like winging it as I go. So they're like, well, come, you can learn a little bit. You can also meet some of the advertisers you've been helping for over like seven years now. They want you to interview the sheep. No, not interview the sheep. They're like, hey, you need a better grasp on sheep. You just kind of write like you live in Nashville and don't know anything about the country life. So we're going to bring you to Kentucky to really teach you about sheep. (laughs) That's what what they want. No, I just make the advertisers teach me. And I think they're just more like, and make your life easier if if you came and saw and met some of the people you're working with. And I'm like, you're probably right. But I don't know if that's going to happen. They're like, you're like a celebrity in that world. No, not a celebrity. Well, they do love that I've talked about it on the show. They've heard it and they're like, that's so cool. Our whole thing got talked about. But no, I'm not a celebrity in that. The sheep are the celebrities, Yes, yes, yes. They're the ones that are getting sold. Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit amfam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. We had a millennial movie review on the show this week. I reviewed Stand By Me. Ray, have you seen that movie? I know all the other guys have. Yeah, I banged it probably 20 years ago. I don't think banged is the correct verb to use on that one. <laughs> but I would agree with your rating, 3.5. It's not amazing. Yeah, like it's good. I enjoyed it. It's fine. It's not my favorite. I wouldn't watch it on repeat. But I can't believe those dudes are still Bones, Lunch, and Eddie are all still in love with it. It was fine back in the day. I bet I'll freaking fall asleep during it if I watched it now. Yeah, I don't. I do not think it's a repeat offender movie. <laughs> you might have been nice on that rating. I would have given it about a two point five. <laughs> really? Yes. That's so interesting because yeah, all three of them were hyping it up hard. No. Get out. Maybe if I have kids and they can kind of learn something, but what are they going to learn? Hey, kids, go look for a dead body. Uh, no, and they're going to learn that they get leeches on their private parts. That. It's just an interesting movie that I watched. But yeah, I am excited about Beetlejuice. Have you seen that one? Uh, I mean, it was probably at a friend's sleepover and half paying attention. Okay, but sure. so don't really remember it. No. Oh, well, that's my next assignment. Yeah. I did have a Ray moment, though. So recall for me your model photo shoot where you went to the house and it was the whole thing. Yeah, it was an ex- it, they said it was an express photo shoot at a house in the suburbs of Austin, Texas. Come to find out, and I was in the dude's basement taking pictures and stuff, but I did have a couple drinks. It was explained to me that that just helps loosen you up for the photo shoot. (laughs) There was some, you know, I did some underwear poses and stuff like that, but it was totally free, and then if you got the deal with Express, then that's when you got the big money. But I never got the deal with Express, so I never got the money, and I did it for free. And so they think I got scammed, I believe. I was just, uh, I mean, I I just tried out for the audition. I didn't make it. But, I mean, it did sound like a scam, actually. (laughs) Yeah, when you listen to it back now, you're like, that's a scam. And actually it was because Express even confirmed, I believe one of their managers hit us up and said, yeah, we never have photo shoots in dudes' basements. (laughs) You did totally get scammed. How old were you when that happened? Right during college or out of it. That makes sense. So maybe not as bad as you did, Ray, but I went to shoot something for Circle All Access, the the network. Mm Mm-hmm. And I showed up to a house that I put the address in and I pulled up and I'm like, this is the address. And I walk in, it's an empty house. And I'm like, what? I shouldn't say empty. Somebody lived there, but I walked in and nobody's inside. And I'm like, I'm standing in somebody's house right now. And I don't know what's going on. I'm like, why am I at this house? You're not calling as you're walking up to it. Well, I'm like, this is the address. This is what they gave me. So I walk in the house. I probably should have called them before I walked into the house. But I'm standing there, and so then I finally call somebody. I'm like, hey, is it at a house? And they're like, oh, yeah, you're good. They come in, and I do, like, hair and makeup in the house. I'm like, this is all so weird. So is there another person in there with you? So finally a hair and makeup person came in. Well, then there you go. You're good. But then the the actual shoot was in a shed that they had built a studio in in the backyard. Even creepier. Yeah. But it was really cool. Like the the studio setup was really cool. But I walked up and I was like, I'm having a Ray moment. This is where something bad happens to me. Yes. Very close. I mean, it it had almost all the exact same characteristics, except for the hair and makeup person came (laughs) 
And it was did legit. You ever, but did you ever see it, the pro- final product? Because I never saw the final well, product. Well, no, this just happened like a year, or not a year, a week ago. So it could still be a scam. No, it's not a scam. It's a it's a second season of the okay. Circle Country Countdown that well, I Well, once it airs, that's your confirmation that it wasn't a scam. I don't believe it's a scam. Okay. I do think yours is much worse. You got a lot more swindled than I did. Unless, like, my Express magazine's circulating in Mexico somewhere. You know, they got it. They're shopping it around in Mexico City <gasps> or something. What if you're... You, oh, my gosh. You know in Las Vegas where they hand out those little cards? Yeah. Of, like, the the... Mostly naked people? Yeah, no, I'm probably... What if you're on one of those? Yeah, I'm huge in either Costa Rica or Panama. One of them. You just gotta start traveling the countries to figure out where your picture exploded? Yep. <laughs> oh, man, that's so funny. Well, yeah, I had I had a great Ray moment, and I just wanted to share that with you while we were on here. <laughs> Everybody needs one. I'm just kidding, kids. Don't go to photo shoots. Okay, well, go if it's legit, and it's gonna be a good time. Don't go to Ray's that something weird happens. Oh, man. Okay, we also had on the show this week, Amy updated us on her son playing football, and he's loving it, and she shared a photo that was really cool, his official photo. He looks so good. Uh, what sports did you play growing up, Ray? Oh, I played them all, girl. Football, Give me base- the lowdown. I mean, football, baseball, basketball, track, wrestling. Uh, I mean, that's it. It's the gamut. What was your favorite? Wrestling, because I was so dominant at I'd, we had done it, so I never realized that I, I just thought it was we grew up originally in Wyoming and everybody wrestled there, okay? So I moved to Michigan, and I mean not, it, it was almost a split where half played basketball, half did wrestling. So we, we, did, we ended up moving to Michigan, we played basketball me and my brother for a little bit, but then I wasn't a starter anymore, and I was like, screw that, I'm going back to wrestling. So my junior and senior year I like came back Jordan style I'd retired from wrestling. I just came back and I go, I'm a wrestler. And they're like, what? You never told us you were a wrestler. And then we ended up winning districts and I was so dominant. So I would have to say wrestling because out of all, I mean, football, I was small. I got tackled hard. I hated it. Baseball, I was fine. I I mean, I made all-stars and stuff like that. But wrestling, I would say it was my most dominant sport. Interesting. Do you think you could have done it in college if you wanted to? No, no, no. I was not that good. But because of all my prior training and because it was so huge in Wyoming and I had years on these kids when I moved to Michigan, it, it was like I was men above boy. Like when I would wrestle a dude, I mean, I would pin some of these guys. I'm pinning in five, five seconds, fifteen seconds. I was wrestling chicks, snapping them. Why don't you do like jujitsu now? I'm not into that anymore. It was I, just when you yeah. were in that phase of your life. I've taken twenty years off. Can you imagine me I on mean, the mat? Yeah, but this is like the age where a lot of that happens. And I wrestle at a crazy weight because you would diet and starve yourself. Mm-hmm. Probably not best for the podcast, but you would just not eat and stuff. So I was able to wrestle. Well, because you have to make weight. Correct. Yeah. And so then I was wrestling kids and I would, you could then gain 15 pounds when you wrestled. So I would be 20 pounds heavier than these kids wrestling them. Oh, I, you had this whole thing worked out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was putting kids in the hospital. Wait, you were actually put a kid in the hospital? Yeah. It was a, ma- it, I was known throughout the state of Michigan. Ray, what happened to the kids in the hospital? I don't know. I did some I did some pen. I had just moved to the town and something with his neck, ambulance came on the mat, hospital. I cuz I was weighing about 140. This kid was like 115, but we both wrestled at 125. And I mean, it it was just I, it was like I was wrestling a little kid. I just threw him around and you can't kick him or punch him, but I mean, you can grab their neck as long as you have one of their arms. You can do everything short of cutting off their breath. Dang, so was the kid okay? I don't know. I probably should check in on him. You never checked when you were younger? There was no faith. I mean, what am I going to do? Call the school? Well, I, hey just, I just thought like the coach would update you or something. Uh, yeah, no. I mean, uh, once you send a kid to the hospital, you're pretty much known as a badass. 
Dang, Ray. <laughs> So that yeah. one, that's my answer. What what is your what is yours? I think you should pursue that now. I feel like you should go. No. I mean, no, I went back into gymnastics and it's still there. Right, but there there's not a form of wrestling. Now it's the UFC where there's punching and hitting and kicking. There's not No, but there's jiu- there's jiu-jitsu Correct. and grappling. But which, I'm not good at that. Well, I was good at just wrestling, but wrestling ends after college and I've missed out on all my years. But most oh, not most, but a lot of the people that do that are former wrestlers. I know, but they also did kicking and punching and I don't have that. Grappling isn't. Oh my gosh. I'm just saying it'd be really cool for you to try it again. I would be good if I got the guy down on the mat. So the UFC you watch, if you ever see it. Not UFC. Or the other thing. I'm good at the grappling, but the punching and kicking, I have no training. And there's literally just a sport grappling. Oh my gosh. They would grapple the crap out of it. Well, then I'd do good at grappling. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) You're not getting my point. You don't kick or punch. You just basically, it's a different form of wrestling. Okay. Thank you, coach. Would you please tell me your sports experience? I just think you should explore experience? it. You're no. so good at it. You were known no. in the state of Michigan. No, I mean, but I mean, that's that's the thing. That's you got to move different chapters of your life. Yeah, that was but... chapter three. I'm on to like chapter eight. All right, whatever. Um, yeah, I did. I did softball and volleyball and gymnastics. basketball gymnastics. Uh, what else did I do? I did try track for a minute. I hated track. I hated track. <laughs> I think we all did, but it made you better for the other sports. Yes. I did not like running, long forms of running. Bless you, and track. Steve. Hey, if you are a kid out there, do track because you're combined guys and girls, and that's how you start dating people. Is that how you started dating well, people? Well, I mean, basketball, it's always guy-girl separated. Football, guy-girl separated. Baseball, separated. So track is where you actually go on bus trips. You get a bunch of downtime where you're hanging out. I mean, it, honestly, if you're trying to meet people, trying to meet dating potential, track. Fair point. Yeah. I, I like your logic here. So No, that advice was kids. given to me. I go, man, why do I want to run track? I don't want to run the mile. And they go, well, dude, you're on the bus with for four hours with the whole the chicks and everything. Well, and you get like just super fit. We have some of those like track and field people at our gymnastics gym and they're doing the ropes and they're climbing the ropes upside down. They're insanely fit. Mm-hmm. So you can get super good conditioning too. Yes. So yes. double whammy. Track it up. Yeah, but I did hate it. I hated running long distances. It was awful. (laughs) Miserable for me. Um, All right, I'll do the grappling. You do the track. Oh, yeah. No. Hey, I try and run long. About the most that I can run is three miles. And then I'm like, yeah, I'm out. That's from your place to my place. Yeah. And honestly, I'd probably be walking about halfway through. (laughs) (laughs) I'm really not going to long distance running. I'm trying though. I know it's good for you. But uh, yeah, I love to volleyball. I was a libero. Of course you were. Back row hitter. Yeah, very short. Usually the shorter girl is the libero. Yeah, but I was really good at libero. I did that. My whole family was was volleyball players. And then softball, which I that's the one I probably could have done in college. And I, I loved volleyball and softball the most. I didn't really like basketball. I just hugged a lot of people because I was so little. Okay. And I wasn't really good at getting the ball from them, so I just kind of hug them. That's a good defense right there. <laughs> yeah, you know, I tried. Um, so that one did not continue. But softball and volleyball I was really good at. And uh, softball I probably could have played in college, but my coach made me hate it. So <laughs> there's that. Low-key flex. Folks, you could have played college. I, hey, I was playing on the eight. I was traveling with the 18 gold team when I was 12, 13 years old. Hey, don't have regrets. I could have, but that coach was crazy. You made me hate it. <laughs> hey, you got to do do the stuff you want to do. Don't live with regrets. I, do, I don't live with the regrets yeah, with that do. one. Yeah. I'm just saying we're talking about the thing you could have done in college and you could have done wrestling. No, I couldn't have. I really don't even think I was good enough for college. But you were known in the state of Michigan, right? For that weight, I don't. I think, and you have to start. I don't even know if that weight exists in college. 
It's just called being hopeful about yourself. Okay. <laughs> Ray's over here roasting himself now. Uh, but yeah, those are the those are the sports that I played. Um, and the I wanted to share too. We talked a little bit briefly on the show, but uh, the Titans invited. I went to my first NFL game ever. Boo. What? Why are you booing? Socks. You already one up me on the season. <laughs> I haven't gone to one. Wait, but I haven't been to one ever. No NFL game ever in my life. You've been to an NFL game before, right? Yeah, I'm basically a Titans season ticket holder. We get tickets all the time. Yes. So this is my first one ever and seeing it. It was it felt weird because I had been at Nissan Stadium for so many events. Concerts. And I was like, oh, this feels weird. I feel like I've been here before, but I'd never been for an actual NFL game. So that was really fun to watch, and it was a really good game. Well, I mean, that's what the stadium was built for, football, not for these concerts hey, and crap like that. I'm sorry, okay? <laughs> Didn't go to an NFL game. I, and I was there for Ariana Grande. I thought it was her venue. No, hey, no, no, it's the Beyonce, Titans. Beyonce, Taylor Swift. No, 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 no. The Tennessee Titans own that venue. Yeah, I know. You're right. <laughs> And that's why they hit me up in the DM and asked me to come, and it was awesome. I had a lot of fun. I would go back to another NFL game. That's how much fun I had. Tailgate, if you didn't experience that, that's really where it's at. The tailgating? Because we get the hookup, not only the ticket, but we also get the tailgating spots. We're uh, maybe a block from, not, we're next to the stadium. We play park basically where the players park, and we're sitting there shotgunning beers, and then we just walk into the stadium. It's okay, awesome. well, next time you go, I want to come. Tell me, and I'll just come tailgate. Yeah, just need 25 for the ticket. Okay, I can do that. Okay. But, you know, hey, the Titans did, like, send me some on my own, right? (laughs) I didn't have to pay for it. Oh, man. But, yeah, that was a good time. And so shout out to the Titans, Ray's favorite team, apparently. They are. I didn't know that. You never rep any Titans stuff. I wear the jersey every weekend. Okay, but I'm talking about at work. And you guys do a sports podcast, and you're always talking about 80 different teams. So I saw Tenpenny with the Derrick Henry shirt. I need a t-shirt like that. Oh, yeah. Uh, Mitchell is a massive Titans fan. Yep. Big big Titans fan. So, yeah, that was a good time. That was our our sports conversation for the day. You're welcome. Sore Losers (laughs) podcast. Sore Losers podcast. (laughs) Uh, Also on the show this week, there was some controversy because Scuba shared some things going on in his life and him and his wife having some hard conversations lately with their third child on the way. So there's that. And I'm just going to leave that there. Y'all can listen for yourself and go see all the comments online. Uh, Ray, I want to know though, how was Bay doing after her hysterectomy? She had the hysterectomy. She lost her womb, her fallopian tubes, her uterus, her ovaries, but she said she feels great. And she's doing, is she up and moving around yet? She can walk. Yeah, but nothing, she can't exert herself. No, nothing over five pounds. So unless it's a bowl of cereal, I have to lift everything. How long does she on that kind of regimen for? A couple weeks. So not too long. Yeah. And then she'll be good as new. Dang. Better, faster, stronger. And I saw her make the the comment online. She was answering some questions. Somebody asked if she like felt any different. Has she said anything about that? Well, it's it's really not even a physical difference. No, nobody really. She hasn't felt any of that. But it's an emotional thing, you know, because those mm-hmm. parts are known to be a woman's parts, you know. But it it keeps those parts from getting cancer, which is awesome. And there's a, so she was having to take like a horse tranquilizer shot every month. Which the needle was this big. Like, wow. I can't, it's like six inches and it's thick. I wouldn't even take it in my arm. And she was taking it in her, like, watching it come into her stomach. Oh my God. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, it was insane. And what was that shot for? I believe it was, it would shut down her ovaries and all her stuff so she couldn't get cancer again. Gotcha. If, it, if it did start to, you know, because it was in her lymph node, she got that removed, got her breast removed, got the double mastectomy. So, it, what the shot was doing is just like shutting down her reprodu- her reproductive system. Wow. And so then she got the reproductive system removed so she doesn't have to have the shot anymore. 
But, it, you know, I mean, there's emotional stuff with it, too. But physically right now, yeah, she's fine. She's just taking it really slow. Well, I'm glad to hear that she's doing good after it. And, yeah, and you we, have we, been a good nurse, I've yes. seen. Yes, well, and we kicked it off the whole thing with a trip to Vegas. And we hit it hard, and then, yeah. And hopefully we bookend it with another trip to Vegas. That's, the, that's your plan? Yeah. Is that her plan? Oh, I'll let her know about it. <laughs> okay. And taking care of her, how have you been doing with all of it? Uh, I was told that I have to cook every meal for her. We have been getting meals delivered by her mom and other people, so that's been awesome. But yes, I, I'm not really uh, a homemaker, so it's been interesting having to, you know, you got to warm stuff up, you got to cook this, cook that. I'm not a cook, <laughs> so you're you're ordering a lot of takeouts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I'm glad you've been being a good nurse. Yes, for Laura, and I'm mm-hmm. glad she's feeling better. And Pablo is also a nurse. Yes, I've he's he's been the weighted blanket she's yep, needed. Yep, she needs uh they said just something a pillow or something to put that pressure and then he just he follows in just as the pillow. That's his fat, perfect. His fat. How much does Pablo weigh? Like 20, 25. Oh my yeah, I remember us talking about this cuz he's the same size as Remy. Yeah. Oh my gosh. He's a big little dude. He's very very big, but he's been he's been really good. He always know it's crazy. Cats can sense it. He knows something's not right. So he's been in the bed with her 23 out of the 24 hours of the day. He's also probably just really excited to have her home all the time. I know. He he's, he's like, like this is great. Mom, why are you not going to work? Yeah. That's amazing. Okay, well, I'm glad to hear that. Yep. Good news on that front. Definitely. You got any other personal life news you want to share? That's pretty much it. Just chilling on the west side of Nashville, living life. Um I mean that yeah. 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 Nothing else new. Uh, Have you guys done anything with your winnings from Las Vegas? Uh, I mean, hospital costs, and then uh, I believe maybe we're getting a new vehicle. But other mm-hmm. than that, no. Um, well, that's awesome that y'all won that to she be able did. to help. She did. It's not a group thing. I lost yes. at sports. Okay, but also you guys are married. Correct. It is technically your money. Is that how you guys are seeing it, no, or no. is it hers? No, no, no. I was. It was her. I don't want to be lumped into the win. It was her. I took away <laughs> from the fun by doing my sports stuff, but she she did so awesome. And if you're in Vegas, Cosmo and the machine you're looking for, Buffalo! Well, I'm really glad, though, that those winnings were able to help pay for some of the hospital of bills. Co- of course. That's awesome. Yep. I know that has to be super expensive, so cool for you guys but all right well no other no other big life personal things you want to share you no i'm just chilling oh right back at you no don't do that to me (laughs) i was asking you about yours no there's nothing i'm lit i literally work i work out i hang out with my dog i'm working on some other professional stuff right now and that's about it and boring yeah i mean still you know still hanging out and seeing how things are going with a guy that's still happening Okay. Wow. A lot, lot of details not getting That's shared right great. here. I don't. I don't really have a lot of details okay. though. Like it hasn't. It has changed in the fact that we've hung out a lot and things are going really well. But open relationship. It's not open. Dating relationship. other people. <laughs> <laughs> right. I could never be in an open relationship. I know. I don't have. I am very confident. Not confident for that. Okay. It just. It would not work out for me. So yeah. There's. There's that. But that's that update. Still going on that. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. 
We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. My name is Ariel. I moved to the U.S. at 19. I spoke no English, and I struggled finding job opportunities. Everything I have, I owe to the Adult Literacy Center and getting my high school diploma at age 22. It was an honor helping you achieve your greatness. Now you're helping others achieve theirs. It inspires me. When you graduate, they graduate. Find free and supportive adult education centers near you at finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. Moving on from our personal live conversation, so Ray can't make fun of me anymore, uh, Little Big Town was on the show this week, and they're always super fun. I love hearing Kimberly laugh, and they just have some fun stories about their time as a band together. So that was a super fun interview. Ray, we're going to totally not talk about Little Big Town right now, though. I want to know what your most toxic trait is. <laughs> uh, my wife hates when I shake my clothes. I when I dry them, I always want them to get the same size that they had before, so I'll shake them. Does that, like, scientifically work? Yeah. If you shake them hard enough, they'll stretch back out a little bit. But So I would say that has to be the most toxic talk- to thing. It <laughs> drives her crazy. <laughs> oh, man, I didn't even know that was a thing. And you do it every time. Of course. With every single article of clothing. No, the shirts, stuff like that. Okay. Not with, like, your boxers or something? The hell is this email? I'm getting emails from the Titans that I can get tickets if I pay for them. That's not the same emails you were getting. No, you got to check the DMs for the the DM I got, right? Um, Okay, so that's your most toxic trait. I want to know yours, though. My Well, mine is is that I will find a food that I love, and I get this from my mom, and I will eat it on repeat until I am done with it. I see that. I just keep making it constantly, and then I get tired of it, and then a new one comes in. Well, I don't know about keep making it. Usually I can only do maybe one to, you know, one leftover. You can't do another leftover cycle. Yeah. And you just told me you don't like to cook. So that <laughs> doesn't work for you, but you could order the same thing from, do you order the same thing from takeout? No, often? We, we're all over the place okay. we're, we get stuff. East Nashville, West Nashville, South Nashville, I get it. All uh, Southwest the Nashville. <laughs> all the different areas of Nashville. Sometimes we order from Huntsville, Alabama. I'm oh kidding. Uh, so this is not your toxic <laughs> drink. But yeah, I like so right now I'm obsessed with homemade acai bowls. I've made one every day for probably the past four weeks. Homemade's the way to go. Otherwise, you're about 20 bucks deep. Yes. And they're so much better at home. I found like the perfect recipe and it's amazing. They had one right next to Whiskey Kitchen. Sorry, pretty local here. Um, did you ever see it? It was next to the W across from the W. It was only open for... Oh, my God. Yeah, and it was so good. It went out of business. Yeah. How? I don't know. It was really good. Does that, does that Those pro- were the best acai bowls in town. 
They really were. Mm-hmm. And there was never anybody there. I would go in there and you'd get it right away and it'd be so good. Sometimes it was overflowing a little bit and you'd have to get a napkin. So. But the, <laughs> what, is that condo? Do they not go there and support it? But now there's some other random business in there. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, did you see, though, that Whiskey, and again, local, but Whiskey Kitchen and Tavern are closing? I believe it. Mm-hmm. Whiskey Kitchen, since the pandemic, their hours were weird. They'd be closed and be, at a normal hour when they were usually mm-hmm. open. Yeah, so it is a bummer to see a lot of, like, your local favorites close. I think that's happening across the country right now. Uh, but, yeah, homemade acai bowls, those are my thing. I have a recipe on my Instagram if you want to make the one I've been making, but that is my toxic trait. I can eat food on repeat for, like, four weeks, but then it changes to a new one. Oh, okay. So it's just, you know, whatever. I do have some food worlds, though. Johnny Rockets, you know that yeah. restaurant? At the mall. (laughs) Yes. And I've always wanted to eat there. I've never actually had, though. You can't because it's so busy. It is always busy. (laughs) It's swarmed because I believe that's, oh, there's chilies. Oh, and there's also the Luna Huygens. Ooh, at ours, Opry Mills, Rainforest Cafe, too. Yeah. I used to eat there when I was a kid. (laughs) Not anymore, though. (laughs) Is it Rainforest I wanted to? Yeah, that was it. Yeah, so that's With all the rainforest, and it's like there's a, sometimes there's an aquarium in there. and That one's good. Yeah. No, there's also a place called Aquarium. Yeah, we do have that. Okay. Yeah, both. <laughs> you're not wrong. <laughs> There's a lot at our Opry Mills here. I was here. like, you're explaining aquarium as well. Uh, but Johnny Rockets, they dropped some milkshake-inspired porter beers, and they're in strawberry milkshake porter and chocolate peanut butter milkshake porter. Would you try those? There's alcohol? Yeah. They so it's it a one. porter beer. You need to go to the one at Opry Mills and see if they have it. Right? Doesn't that sound really good? Yeah, because I would take that. And you could shop, so when you're doing the boring shopping with the significant other, boom, I get a porter beer. What is it called? Yeah, it's a porter beer. Okay. So, like the darker, you know, the, they kind of look darker. They kind of look like root beer. Mm-hmm. That's what it. Okay, beer. so I'm rocking that one. And then you can walk as a guy. Then there's another place where you can take shots. There's the moonshine place. Yes. So, I mean, the mall experience ends up becoming just a bar hop. I have, you know, my whole, the whole thing that I've ever wanted to do at the mall, and maybe I get, hey, Ray and Bay, you want to go do this? Because no. this would be fun. Hey, you go. haven't even heard the idea. Hit me. You go to the mall and you have to eat at every single little <laughs> kiosk. Listen, you eat at every single kiosk, but along the way you stop at the winery and the the place you're talking about, the moonshine. Yes. They also have a distillery in there now. And then the restaurants, you get alcohol. So you eat at all the little places and, and you're just the, like drunk eating and hanging there's out. There's the German place too. Yes. Yes, yeah, where you can get beer and stuff and then... But you eat at you stop at each one, and it's kind of like a little food hop, but in the mall. You're gonna have to get some other friends to do that. Rude. I mean, you. I could, really thought you'd be into that. I just don't think it's gonna be that fun. Well, it's all about what you make it. But it's right? weights, so you're you're in your head. It's all boom, boom, boom. Well, not but if guess we go what? on like a Wednesday night. Rainforest hour, aquarium hour and a half. Chili. No, I'm talking. Twenty minutes. That's why I said I'm talking about the kiosks, the little things in the middle of the there's mall. There's enough to fill yeah, you up. Yeah, there's dipping dots. You got some chili fries. There's the roasted peanut or yeah. those ones that they flavor. They got. They used to have like small mini donuts. I don't know if those are in that. They have the candy things in there. Yeah. There's a whole bunch going on. Okay. But so, that's that's not, you're not going to just get a bunch of crap food. You're, hey, you're going to need to factor in the bathroom in that little hop. I know, but I'm just saying, hey, all those ideas, okay. those are in there. So if in case you change your mind and you want to do it, let me know. And then you get drunk and you buy a pair of shoes that you have to return on Monday because they're so ugly. Yes. You bought them drunk. Listen, it's just a good time, okay? And the there's a, star- a good time. Oh, then there's the food court. <laughs> we could hop around there, too. <sighs> See? <laughs> I'm telling you, it'd be fun. Sabaro pizza. I'm talking you into it as it goes. I can see it in your face. Oh, but yeah. Okay. Milkshake porters. Apparently it's only for the California fans right now, but uh, if it, you know, does well, it'll go other places. 
Would you try an avocado smoothie? Gross. No, not for you? More of a food, not a smoothie for me. So Planet Smoothie dropped three new creamy avocado smoothies. They got Avo Loco, Peanut Paradise, and Nutty Avocado. Yeah, interesting. I think I would. Yeah, you do that for us, let us know. I will, but okay, Ray won't try it. A man online was questioning his relationship with his partner over the way she gets butter out of the tub. How do you get your butter out of the tub? Are you a scraper or are you a digger? Digger. Oh, that's why. He, that's why he was questioning it, because she's not a scraper. Well, we don't do butter a lot, but yes, we recently had some rolls or something. So there you go. So you don't scrape it off the top. You go right in with like a spoon, like it's a super ice cream. Maybe I do scrape. So scrape is like right off the top. You just okay. get a little knife, get I'm, a little bit. I'm scrape. You're a scrape? Yes. Are you sure? Are you just saying that because I no, called you out? No, I was trying to break it down in my head, something, one of the most mundane tasks of my day that I do. Hey. I really don't put a lot of thought into it, so I guess I am a scraper. And you are? Well, this man did. I'm a scraper. I'm not. I'm only a digger if I don't have um, uh, tablespoons to cut of butter, so then I have to use a tablespoon and get it out of the thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only time I'm a digger. That's when I'm just really lazy. But, but That's yeah. a cook thing. I don't cook. Hey, true. Yeah, we gotta get you some dishes to cook. But Laura cooks. Yeah, she does. So she likes cooking. Um, but yeah, Man Online was very tore up about that. So there's that. And uh, one more. Hostess sent me their new pumpkin line of treats, and they're pretty solid. I haven't had a Hostess treat in a minute. Did you try any of them? I brought them to the studio. Yeah, all of them. I mean, you don't have to say you tried any of them, Ray. Uh, I was asking if they were in here. I'm not into that pumpkin season until it starts to get cold out. I was and, like, you love seasons. You are you are season Raymundo. Yes, but I also had a birthday, so I was in the birthday cake. Amy got me cookies, so uh, please, I'm deserted out for a little while. Okay, so you didn't try them. No. Well, I will say the Twinkie with pumpkin spice in the middle is pretty solid. It tastes, I, I said this on my video, it tastes like if Red uh, Texas Roadhouse butter and Twinkie had a baby. Mm-hmm. That would be that Twinkie. Mm-hmm. But my favorite is the chocolate Twinkie, so get you a spooky Twinkie for Halloween if you want to. Shameless plug. That's what they're called. You don't have to. You don't have to do anything. But I'm just saying they send them and they're pretty good. I haven't had one of those in a minute, though. I can't eat them now, unfortunately. So, you know, there's that. There's the food world. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. But I do have one more for us on the show this week. We found out we got nominated for a CMA award, and that's a huge deal. It's awesome. I got all the trophies at the crib, penthouse. Huge deal. Give us a round of applause, Ray. Yes. We got to give ourselves some clapping for that. Yes. The show got nominated, which is pretty cool, but that's not what we're going to talk about here. I got random questions to ask you. You just got to answer them, okay? Oh, my gosh. Okay. This is it. This is the final moment. This is like Andy Cohen on his show, and then you have to take a shot. if you. So you either t- answer the question or you take a shot so you don't have to answer the question. Honestly, that's very funny, though. I love that idea. He's great. He has amazing creative people. Yeah, that's a good one. Okay. First, I want you to share a little behind the scenes of your job. This isn't necessarily a question. It's just people requested to hear about behind the scenes of the show. So please give me a little behind the scenes of your job. Um, I have to get up pretty early, so I get here around 2 a.m., and there, there's cr- some creative stuff, but it's a lot of, like, grind work. There's programming involved. It's not fun. People have said, hey, you should take a video. I'm not going to take a video of me programming because then it makes my job seem... Right now, people put it on a pedestal like it's really cool. <laughs> if I do a video of programming that I have to train some of the other people to do, you would fall asleep at your job. So <laughs> I'm never going to do a video of that stuff. Okay, programming. And you touch a lot of buttons. Touch a lot of buttons. Back in the day, I used to touch any piece of audio that was ever used on the show. It at some point had been through my hands. Now we have other people hired on, so I can't say that anymore. Mm, does but, it make you sad? No, no, no. Not sad at all. <laughs> It makes me be like, dang, I used to work really hard. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, there, there's- if you ever get people hired at your job, you're like, wow, I used to work insanely hard. 
it's actually like a pat on your own back. Yeah, that's true. Hey, you know what? Good luck. Good way to look at that, Ray. I appreciate it. Well, thanks for sharing yes. some random behind the scenes yes. of your job. Okay, if you weren't doing this job right now, the one you just talked about, what would you be doing? I'd be doing sales. I got a cousin in town that does roofing, and anytime it rains or hail, those are called uh, what are those called sky diamonds. So I, he said I could kill it at sales, and I mean, there's insane money in it. You know, I would agree until you told me you got fired from a sales job. Uh, that was uh, like I told you, it was just my sales pitch. It's not like I was uh, stealing pennies on every sale or something like hey, that. I know, but he got fired. No, I mean, I could I could probably take him to court and win. <laughs> not. Okay, sales. Uh, what kind of secret society would you start if you could? Um, Some sort of a numbers thing, how every game is determined by numbers. Uh, math okay. and stats. I've tried to run some algorithms, and I did it in the past a little bit with, with sporting events, and I and I won those. It just takes so much time. I don't have the time to run the numbers. Okay, but if you if you did, that's what you it would It would be do. a secret society where you could prove the winner of every sporting event game based on numbers and stats and algorithms. I feel like you have something with that. I just don't have the time of the day, and guess what? I like to drink, and I'm lazy. <laughs> I'm just saying, I, I think there's something with that. <laughs> Throw that out there. You might want to copyright that. Hey, instead of running algorithms on a Saturday, I want to have two beers and watch a game. Fair. What's the strongest or strongest? I don't know why I just said strongest. What's the strangest place? Because dudes love to pee any and everywhere. Where's where's the strangest place you've peed? Um, at our apartment complex. I mean, you, there's so many trees. I'll just go by. It. We'll we'll hang out. You know, I mean, you can just go by a tree outside. Gosh, guys are so strange. Okay, that's very strange. If you were arrested with no explanation, what would your family assume you had done? By the dumpster, stuff like that. What was the question? <laughs> if you, <laughs> you're still on the fiend one. If you were arrested with no explanation, what would your family assume you had done? <laughs> I'll take a shot on this one. <laughs> you know, it's, a, it's, a, it's a make-believe. It's not real. Um, I... Uh, I uh, strangled somebody too hard. I mean, or it could be like gambling. Did you gamble too hard? I feel like that's a that could be one for you. I strangled somebody too hard from my <laughs> wrestling background. From your wrestling, oh gosh, raise raise for almost for murder. What what is it? What is it when it's not murder but it's attempted murder? Yes, and that's what you're saying. <laughs> I told you I was taking a shot. I'm not answering that. Question. I know it's it's all make believe, Ray. It's not real. If your five year old self found themselves inhabiting your body, what would they do first? <laughs> they would, uh, I mean, that's odd. Hey, these are fun questions. Uh, who asked this? Me. <laughs> I mean, probably go up to base <laughs> and grab her boobs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That feels accurate for whatever reason. Total dude answer. Okay. Oh, uh, moving on to the last one. <laughs> What is a popular trend that you got into, but now you're embarrassed you participated in? The short shorts on guys. I, I was into it. And I mean, now it seems like maybe the shorts are getting a little bit lower. And I have some of those shorts that are a little bit higher at the gym. So I, I'm kind of backtracking on those. I, I, I feel like shorts are a little more relaxed now. So maybe I went all in on the short shorts that, I, that I'm, ba- <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping to back off from a little bit. Mm, fair. Okay. Before it gets awkward at the gym. Oh, what did they call those? What those are called something? Short they have a na- no, no, no. They have a, they have a name. They have a boy name for them. Don't know. Dang, chubbies. Chubbies. There it is. Got them on. You have them on right now. Yeah. But you're trying to back away from it. Yeah. Okay. This- 
It's not working out for you so well, Ray. Oh, man. Well, thanks for joining me Wait, and hanging out yours? with me. What's nope. yours? Answer that one, last one. The the popular trend, um, probably, I mean, all of them, right? Every time I look back at pictures of myself in, in middle school, I'm like, why did anybody let me do that? I wore layered clothing. I looked like freaking Ross on Friends. Hopefully, there's going to be a time when you women look back on these high-waisted, every girl with hey. the high-waisted jeans, hopefully you girls look back on it like, wow, we all just copied each other and wore the exact same jeans. They are comfortable. Oh, my god! And you know what? We even did, my, my mom still has some of her high-waisted jeans from, I think it was the 80s when it was popular. I mean, every kid in college right now looks the exact same. Yeah, you, you could. The, the millennial trend is a little bit copy paste in the fact that it's all solid colors. So yes. there's not a lot of patterns. And so it's a lot easier to kind of look similar. No personality. All y'all millennials suck. Hey, don't get mad at me. I, I have a sporty spice look. That's my vibe. Okay. I got a little bit different going on. Vibe it, girl. I'm trying. You're trying to oh, like yeah. prove it to me. Okay, cool. Well, I am because you just talked trash. You roasted me. Awesome rocket. You always roast me. <laughs> Okay, anyways, well, Ray, thank you for joining me this weekend. Yes. I'm glad we, we had some fun things to talk about, and you answered all my questions, mm-hmm. even though you pleaded the fifth on one that wasn't even a real thing. Well, I wanted to take the shot. I told you that was I the know, game. I know, but I don't have a shot for you. If I had they a d- shot for you, I would. I don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Ray took a tequila shot this morning. Happy Saturday. Oh, man. All right, tell the people where they can find you, where they can listen to you, all this stuff. Sis and Raymundo, also on Cameo if you want one. Ray and Bay, we're rocking those for really cheap uh, rock bottom prices. Ooh, what's rock bottom price? Uh, I only get 15 per one, which is maybe the lowest on Cameo. Okay. But hey, times are tough. Hey, got to make that 15 where you can. That's yeah. a cup of coffee. Yeah, fine. All right. Okay. Yes. And uh, Sore Losers Podcast? Sore Losers Podcast. We put out three a week. Chill, commute, do whatever you got to do. It's a really easy listen. All right, sweet. Well, I'm Web Girl Morgan on all of the things, and make sure you follow the Bobby Bone Show on everything. They're at Bobby Bone Show. And yeah, that's it for the us uh, this weekend. Can you please give me a ray to get just because I'm feeling a little nostalgic and I love the yeah part of the season of your life, even though I know you're not in it anymore. So okay. hold on. I'm going to give you a cue because we'll end it that way, okay? Okay. Thank you guys so much for joining us. I hope you have a fabulous weekend. I love y'all. Yeah! Oh, boy. The Bobby Bones Show. Uh-huh. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elia Connie. 
Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.